Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here and to continue and finish out our great points, 20 secrets the world won't tell you. So let's jump right in if you're ready. Yes, I love that title. Our producer, Gina, came up with that. And it is so true. These are 20 points, guys. And we have this is the fourth show in this series that we've done. So go back and listen to these. That, yeah, some of them are going to rock your world a little bit. They did with me when I learned them, or Julie when we maybe learned them the hard way, or when someone told us some of these things. But most of these, you know, and all these are truths that we've discovered, not just in our personal lives, but having to done personally, literally hundreds of thousands of coaching calls. And I'm not exaggerating, literally hundreds of thousands of one-on-one, 30-minute coaching calls with agents. And these are the things that if you guys apply these 20 points, and realistically, there's more points we could come up with, but we thought these were the 20 that were the easiest to convey to you guys uh, on a radio show. When you do, when you take these seriously, it can save you so much time on your learning curve. So if this is the first, if you're, you're listening to part four, go back and listen to the you know, three previous shows, apply all this information. It'll make the biggest difference in your life, I promise you. And the warning I give on, uh, I often give, but I give on these, this series uh, is if you are finding yourself in conflict with any of the points, that's the point that you guys really need to focus on. If I or Julie said anything that rubs you the wrong way, even in the least bit, write that down, put a star by it, go back and visit it. Because chances are that resistance, whatever that point was, is something that once you work your way through, you're going to find all kinds of doors opening for you. And here's what's fascinating, having done this exercise myself, because I try to hold myself accountable to the same things I ask you guys to hold yourselves accountable for. When I hear something, read something, whatever, and anyway, come across any information I feel is in conflict with my way of thinking, I will make a mental note of it, and then I will force myself to ask myself why. Why is it that, is, why is it that it's in conflict? It's from that very thought process that I've discovered, and I've personally had some of the biggest breakthroughs, epiphanies, aha moments, whatever you guys want to call it, because I've then been able to self-discover that the way of thinking that I had was holding me back. And oh my gosh, there's been a lot of moments like that. <laughs> I have them all the time. So hopefully you guys can benefit from that as well with these points. Uh, Julie, do you have any shout-outs or anything before we get to the next point? Uh, no, I'm good. I think we've covered our shout-outs. But if you guys would like to share your stories, certainly send them to Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And we always like to share your challenges and successes and victories with all of our great podcast listeners. So let's go to point number 16, again, on our 20 secrets the world wouldn't tell you. Point number 16, be all in or not in. You can't achieve your goals in this business if you lack commitment to it. You may be the only one you know who's all in. That just means you need to upgrade your friends and possibly your office environment. It's okay if you're the only car in the parking lot. Okay, and that happened to us many, many times, especially when it was cold outside. It's all right if you're the only car in the parking lot and you're getting to work and you're doing your deals, but be all in or not in. It's one of the first questions we ask new coaching clients. Are you just dabbling in this? Are you trying it out? Are you seeing how it goes? Or are you sure it's going to work out? This is a big mindset difference. 
Well, so, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Now, you can be all in and be part-time, okay? So we're not saying that's that. True. Be, that's be true. Be clear about that. Going to say it again. Going to piss some people off. I really don't care because it's still true. You don't have to be full-time in this business to be successful. You don't. Matter of fact, most of the full-time people in this business could easily be part-time and actually be more successful because part-time agents, when they have some discipline, they actually get more done because they know they don't have 40 or 50 or 60 hours a week to waste. So it's the old theory that if you had to jump on a plane tomorrow at you know, 5 o'clock, you're going to all of a sudden magically get two weeks worth of work done you know, before the plane takes off. Guys, same idea with part-time agents. Now, part-time agents without a plan – they are hapless as much as a full-time agent without a plan, so let's just be clear on that. Now, with regards to what this point is and regards to how to actually apply it, when you are going to make that commitment that I am, this is going to be my career, this is going to be something I take seriously, a different uh, series of thoughts are triggered in your mind. You take things, uh, information, you're, you basically go to the next level. I was having, actually, I was remembering where I got that point. I was on a coaching call. With somebody who's successful, this is somebody who makes six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year, and he makes it in the Midwest. Every single one of you are, are saying, "That's fantastic." What are you talking about? Well, the question I asked him, and I kind of got the sense from talking to him, was that he didn't see himself as a career uh, realtor. In other words, he thought himself as just basically somebody who was in it just to see what else would come along next. Are you following me on that? A lot of you guys are like that, aren't you? And I asked him. I said, "So." Do you consider this your career, or do you consider this something you're just, you know, basically bridging for whatever happens next? And he said, well, you know, I've never really considered this my career. I've never really considered myself, and remember, guys, successful, right? And I've always thought maybe I'll go into development or I'll do something else. I said, so what has been the cost to you? And let's keep it practical in actual dollars and actual opportunities for not having actually considered this, you know, your career. This is something you do. This is something you're going to master. What's been the cost to you? And, you know, he didn't quite understand. So I said, okay, do you have a pre-listing pack? No. Do you have – how many when you go on 10 listings, how many do you take? Six. You know, so we started going down all the different – he knew he had to have a pre-listing pack. He didn't have it. He knew that his listing ratio in our book sucks. I mean, you should be taking literally every listing you go on or at least 90%, right? He knew that a lot of the actions that he was taking were the actions of somebody that wasn't fully committed. And guess what? The results he was getting were the results of somebody who was an amateur. So if all of a sudden he decided he was going to become a professional, what needed to change? For him, that was a massive breakthrough because what he didn't realize was is that the burden of not taking this business seriously to the level that this is his career, not a pass-through, the burden of carrying around the psychological weight of knowing that he really isn't leaving it all in the field every day was causing him a lot of internal strife and stress. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's a whole but, other level of accountability to what you want. It is. It's admitting. Well, why was he, you know, but why was, he, yeah. why was he holding back? Well, guess why? Because he didn't want to actually – what happens, guys, and this is psychologically what's holding a lot of us back. So just hear me out. The reason that we don't leave it all in the field, the, leave, the reason we don't make our best efforts, the reason that we decide to basically good enough is good enough, the reason that we go around life 20 pounds overweight, the reason that we go – you guys following me on all this? is because internally we are afraid that if we do leave it all in the field, if you do have the best pre-listing pack, you do have the best listing presentation, if you do do the best that you possibly can and you fail, that you won't be able to emotionally handle it. And so you hold back. Because when you hold back, you can always basically tell yourself, well, shit, I didn't take that listing, but guess what? I didn't really go for it. I didn't put it all in the field. I didn't I actually – anyway. 
I didn't want to name exactly. Or you know, you'll make an excuse. Why you that went? Other, uh-huh. <laughs> that other agent. That other agent had some sort of inroad. You know. Oh, you know what? If I had my pre-listing pack, I would have taken that one. Oh, if, you know, if I had followed the listing presentation, you guys see how that works. So the idea that you think you're having less pressure in your life by not doubling down and making this your career, the exact opposite is true. You see, you're trying to man. You're trying to avoid the feeling of failure but you're manifesting the failure. You're creating the failure. Whereas what we're asking you guys to do, especially those of you who are coaching clients, is do put in the effort. Do get your pre-listing pack done. Do get the scripts internalized and personalized. Do make it so that you have a proven uh, schedule, Every you know all those types of things, the core things that you guys have to have in your lives and business. Do those things at the highest level every single day, even when you don't feel like doing it. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And then what happens as a result? Your world shifts. You feel less, frankly, you feel less stress. It's true. The exact opposite of what you think will happen happens when you double down you're fully committed. It's a wonderful thing, guys. At least give yourselves the opportunity to experience it. Next point, Jules. Number 17, don't ever give up. It's okay to fall short of your goals. It's not okay not to have any. Growing pains, failure, frustration, and ruts are all part of what it takes to persevere to success. Richard Branson said, do not be embarrassed by your failures. Learn from them and start again. Malcolm Forbes said, victory is sweetest when you've known defeat. It's actually better when you actually know the difference. So don't give up. It's normal to fall short of your goals. It's not okay not to have any in the first place. So realize that growing pains and failure, that's normal for successful people. I think you and I did a show not so long ago where we were talking about uh, the average millionaire declares bankruptcy like three times in their lifetime or something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. That's, yeah. I mean, who would ever have thought that? Not so, me. I mean, there was okay. of, Yeah, that was a past radio show, guys. Go back and listen to that on Real Estate Coaching Radio or Coaching Clients. You can just grab that from um, the website. But yeah, I mean, there were a lot of very interesting statistics. Well, this is the one I like to share with folks and you know a lot of people think that if you don't if you aren't successful by the time you're 30 or whatever but guys that's such a freaking myth you know the fact is is most people never accumulate like if you look at the behavior if you look at how people accumulate a million dollars most people don't do it until they're in their 60s and so for those of you guys who are in your 50s and 60s and you in any way feel like you're going to give up because you haven't gotten there and because you believe the current bullshit about you know youth and, you know, inexperience is somehow an advantage over being a grizzled veteran if you actually believe that. So you're using it as your excuse to not pursue your dreams with the same aggression that you did maybe 20 or 30 years ago. You guys got to really look at the facts. I mean, you know, we can give you example after example after example of some of the most successful people in the world who do not accumulate or do not have their highest level of success until they're in their 50s and 60s, in some cases, 70s. There are lots of them, guys. Uh, so don't give up. At any point in your life, don't give up. Life is a gift. Next point, Jules? Next point is number 18, take action all the time. Even if you're not sure it's the right action, it's still better than sitting around. Procrastination is an anchor to success. It's the avoidance of success, and if it's not nipped in the bud, it becomes a bad habit. It's okay not to be completely and utterly ready to take action. Do it anyway. Some of our most successful coaching clients Go on that listing appointment, even if they're not quite sure how to present the pre-listing package. We use stories on the podcast all the time about people who see victories as a result of just taking that risk. Peter Drucker said, follow effective actions with quiet reflection. From the quiet mm. reflection will come even more effective action. But you see, you have to take the action in the first place. 
Stephen King said, amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. And Ooh, Napoleon that's Hill. That's passion, right? Yeah, that's well. That's passion. He's talking about passion there. Yeah, waiting for it to feel passion, inspiration, words or trade-outs. Go ahead, Julie. Napoleon that's Hill. Right. Just get up and go to work. And then Napoleon Hill said, don't wait. The time will never be just right. The time will wow. never be just right. And that's so, so you're true. setting me up. So you're setting me up perfectly, aren't you? Guys, listen, uh, great book you all have read probably, or if you haven't, you read What the Heck Are You Doing? you got to read it. It's Think and Grow Rich. Well, a few years ago, Julie and I came out with Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. Um, we're going to give you that book for free along with the Real Estate Treasure Map, along with your 12-month lead generation plan, just by simply filling out that form that's right there on your mobile device, your iPad, your whatever device, right? Your name, your email, your phone number, complete that. Immediately after you do so, you're going to get a link to download all those books. There's six books you get for free. And you're also going to get a call from someone from our team, and they're going to tell you about the coaching program. Now, the coaching program uh, is the same coaching program that's used. It's basically proven to work in every market and every price range, and it's a complete coaching program. There's not anything you're going to – you're not going to join this coaching program and say, oh, I wish there was information on buyers. It's there. wish there's information on sellers. It's there. Oh, I wish you – know, everything is done. That's the other thing that's cool about this is your pre-listing pack is done for you. You're, you. You have to personalize it and customize it a little bit, but it's there. All the content's there for your listing presentation, your buyer's presentations, how to build a team, how to run a profitable business, every aspect, how to work with buyers, how to work with new construction – how to work with, you know, certainly distressed property, REO short sales. It's all included in this coaching program. When you use the student approval program, guys, it's only $99 a month. That's it, $99 a month. And by the way, this is a real coaching program, real coaching in that you get a uh, coaching on demand, one-on-one coaching call per month. You scheduled around your schedule. In addition to that, you get a weekly uh, coaching call that's usually run by Julie, and that's a semi-private coaching call. And then we're adding, it's maybe going to be effective in the next week or so, a weekly mastermind. All this, all the content, all the coaching, all the personalized service when you use the student approval program for only $99 a month. So, guys, go ahead and fill out that form. It's a no-brainer. And like I said, just by filling out that form, we're going to give you those six free books. Miss Julie, on to the next point. Yes, point number 19, be excuse-free. Don't make any and don't take any. Use the affirmation, I'm a doer, I get things done, I do things now, and you'll never have any need for excuses. Excuses are procrastination's ugly cousin. So I'm a doer, I get things done, I do things now. You know, I started using that probably five years ago, and you I guarantee you. You were going to call you out on that, didn't you? You yeah, knew I was well, going to pick on you about that. Well, so well Julie, come on. Let's, let's, you could tell guys Julie's well, a little bit more resistant to talk about personal stuff. Than I am, but Julie, let's talk well, about that. Cause I am a self-professed, as many of my coaching clients know, recovery. a perfectionist, and I'm likely to procrastinate something that I cannot do perfectly. And I think that I have attracted many coaching clients over the years who have that same affliction. Um, and but the thing is, I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. You say that a hundred times a day, you get more done. It might not be absolutely everything on your never-ending to-do list but you will get more done and you will have fewer excuses and you will set a better example for your team, for yourself, for your office, for your family by just getting stuff done. Maybe it's not, my, my thing is, okay, it's not done absolutely perfectly, but at least it's getting done. And our producer just sent us her sticky note or her wipe off board that says, I'm a doer, I do things now, I get things done. She uses that too. It but works. But hover there, but hover there, okay? Because you're right. A lot of people are plagued with this, uh, procrastination thing, right? 
and they do, and procrastination is everything you just said, but be introspective for the sake of helping these guys on this call, and you can use personal pronouns. It's okay for us to talk. This isn't a coaching call, so you and I can talk about ourselves, right? Yeah. So in this environment, you be introspective so these guys can listen. You you did procrastinate. That was something. I mean, Julie and I have been married for 25 years, and this was procrastination was something that had become almost like an expected part for not, I mean, she hasn't been like this for decades, but for a long time. But that was a learned thing, right? I mean, that came from, I mean, talk about that so these guys can well, learn. You're, you're more likely to, like, shoot and then point later, and I'm more likely to take too long to scope it in. <laughs> okay. uh, but, you know, in in business, and, you know, I, I guess probably part of that is my uh, education in music, that you either have a right note or a wrong note. There is no in-between or it sounds terrible. But in real estate, you can have a lot of gray area. In business, you certainly have tons of gray area. But that wasn't my natural go-to state of mind. And I talked about this with coaching clients a lot, that you know, you've got to let go of the idea that there is ever any kind of perfection whatsoever in this business or knowing it all or any of that. You know, It's just impossible. As soon as you think you know it all, you're going to have some seriously wackadoodle transaction uh, we saw this with uh, when agents were learning short sales. They wouldn't do one until they thought they knew it all, which was actually impossible. So they'd never do anything. Why is um, procrastination? But why is procrastination an element of like ego? Well, because you want it's an element of having to be right about something. Mm. You want to do your research. You want to be. You want to get ready to get started to someday possibly feel like doing it the right way. When in fact you'd be so much further ahead if you would just take action and make mistakes. That's interesting, isn't it, guys? So the CEO, thank you, Julie, the CEO of Facebook, Sheryl Sandberg, she said, uh, perfect is the enemy of done. I mean, can you imagine all the analytical per uh, perfectionists that she has working for her as coders? Oh, so she had the problem on a, a scale that, you know, some of us can't even fathom. And so she basically made it a policy of Facebook, you know, that perfect is the enemy of done. Done is more – and you can improve something as you – but you guys who are – in that, even coaching clients, you guys are guilty of this too. You join the coaching program, you have all the motivation in the world, you have all the focus in the world, you're ready to take on the world, but what do you do? You spend too much time getting ready to get started. Oh, I got to make everything, I got to memorize the script. I got to, you know, and here's the irony of it. People like Julie, people like you guys, who are the perfectionist types, once you've moved past that, you unquestionably become the best coaching clients. Unquestionably. Uh, people that have that perfectionist mindset, when they can move past it, when they can get to the point where they get themselves in action, perfect along the way, they are incredible at earning money, frankly, and saving money and accumulating wealth. Has that been your experience, Julie? Absolutely. They're way better at actually, you know, things like following a plan. <laughs> They're like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. That's because why. you get that, that satisfaction of crossing it off your checklist. Yep. Um, I think generally the perfectionist tendency, procrastinator tendency, once they get through that, are generally better at their scripts, generally better at presenting things like the pre-listing package and stuff like that, generally are better at studying objection handling and delivering mm -hmm. that. And once they have that skill, man, look out. This is the velvet hammer approach where you're not going to see those agents coming. Nope. And you go, oh, well, how did that agent – I mean, they, they just seem like, uh, you know – I, I wouldn't have seen them coming. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, like Michelle McClintock is a good example of that. Cranks out, especially the short sound of things, which takes a lot of studying and detail. But to meet her in person, you'd never know she, that she's such a bulldog. You'd, you would never guess <laughs> that about her. 
She's totally under the radar, and we have well, so many you, coaching clients like that. But you said it, too. They like to lock themselves into a schedule. So I'm really drilling down on this point, guys, because I know a lot of you listening right now are of the ilk to be procrastinators, the perfectionists. How do I know that? Because you're in the process right now of gathering information. That's the reason you listen to us every day. That's the reason you're listening to us on this podcast. You might be using listening to us right now as your excuse not to call that lead back. Okay, we're well, on to you. you know, we're on to you. That's right. So, guys, it all comes – the way you work past that is not waiting for a certain feeling or waiting, waiting for a certain level of knowledge to somehow mystically and magically enter into your body. It's just to get yourself into action. Um, and – Follow a schedule. We talk about this all the time. It's the, you know, one of the founding principles of our coaching program. It's just a founding principle of any successful person, and an Olympic athlete. Anyone who's ever been successful at anything has to have the discipline to you know, have a schedule where they're holding themselves accountable to doing the most important things every single day. In our case, it's going to be things that are focused on putting you in a position of helping people and making money. Okay? And when you adopt that, and when you, you don't even have to master those skills truthfully, when you are in the process of applying the skills over time, you will master them while you make money. You have to earn while you learn in this business because you have no other source of income, many of you. Do not wait to learn before you actually allow yourself to earn. Does that make sense, Jules? Absolutely. So that leads to point number 20, have big goals. Balance is a myth. The pursuit of specific personalized goals for yourself and your family is what provides the framework, the inspiration, and the motivation required for you to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the, highest, at the very highest level possible. Always have goals in the five core areas of life, family, physical, financial, spiritual, and educational. And update and upgrade your goals as you, as you do achieve them to avoid stagnation and to live your best life now. So have big goals. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, to laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to leave the world a better place, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived, that is what it is to have succeeded. And I love that quote because that pretty much covers the five areas of life and helps you keep your head screwed on straight, having big goals. Again, maybe but, you don't do them exactly the way you planned, but have the goals in the first place to keep that motivation high. But let's be really, really clear about something. Okay, our definition of success is not the same as yours, probably. Here's what's more. The definition of rich, we, use, we throw that word around. Rich is something that, again, that, there's, there's no real definition of it. I mean, the people in the financial industry will use different terms and everything. Here's where we want you guys to be. It's very simple. It's very elegant. It's where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. Now, we're not saying you're going to wake up all day and watch Wheel of Fortune while you pound the Cheetos. Okay, that shouldn't be the goal for any of you. But what we're saying is we want you guys to get to the point where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. What does that mean? It means that you have your debt paid off. It means that you have enough savings set aside. It means that financially you are no longer feeling the burden of having to go every single day and worry about the next dollar. I mean, guys, imagine if we were living in the United States back when, you know, people had to grow their own food and they had to haul in their own water from the well and they had to do all those base needs type things. Okay. We don't live like that. We live in a life of abundance. We have toilets at flesh. We have waters at the fountain. We have food at every grocery store. We have easy access to our basic needs. So we don't think about the basic needs anymore. That feeling of not having to think about the basic needs anymore is how we want you to get financially. Now, some of you guys might be able to easily do that 
on far less than a million dollars. We have many, many coaching clients. Like, for example, if you live in Cleveland, if you live in Pittsburgh, if you live in Columbus, Ohio, if you live in Indianapolis, if you live in, you know, parts of Tennessee, if you live in maybe even parts of California, just depends. And you have a relatively low cost of living, you can reach that state of being, you know, having being rich where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money relatively easily versus if you live in Manhattan. It's all about your burn rate. It's all about your cost of living. It's all about how much money you have to earn and spend and save in order to get to that point. Now, we're not financial advisors. We're not accountants. We're not CPAs. We're real estate coaches, whatever that means, right? So one of the ways that we suggest you go about doing that is strategically and tactically buying rental properties when they become available. Don't just worry about buying properties in your own backyard. Don't think you need to be buying slum properties or properties that are you know, marginal or properties that are, you know, just buy normal houses in normal areas that are easy to rent. So here's how, generally speaking, the math works. In most of the country, and by the way, if you want to have a recession-proof or depression-proof uh, rental properties, keep the payments around $1,000. When you do that, you won't have any problems, provided that the neighborhood in which you bought the property isn't going to go to hell in the handbag. So you want to choose areas that are generally in the, in the state capitals. So like if you want to buy real estate in, say, for example, Columbus, Ohio, you probably want to be buying in the nicer areas of Clintonville, for example. So you guys, you all have areas like that. Just internalize that because no matter what happens in the economy, generally speaking, the state and the city workers, they'll still have jobs. They'll still be getting paid. And if the rents are low enough, it'll be easy for you to keep those properties occupied. What happens is you accumulate, again, depending on your own financial uh, needs, a few of those properties over time and get those things paid off. You do then have the income coming in every single month that you can live off the cash flow from those properties. It doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. You don't need to go out and buy commercial and buy you know, a 10-family and all these other crazy things. Just focus on the small meat and potato houses, and over time, and a lot less time than you think, you're going to have accumulated enough that you're going to be essentially rich because that's when your money is working for you. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to have a pretty clear goal, that would be it. And yep. There's a lot of other things wrapped up into that and the actions that you have to take and the skills that you have to form and the motivation you've got to maintain in order to get to that point. But it doesn't have to be so difficult. That's why we brought you these 20 secrets that the world won't tell you. That way you don't have to wait, learn the hard way like lots of us had, right? So follow these secrets and, and, you know, start with something basic. Are you actually paying yourself first? Do you do that every time or do you only do that when you're feeling fantastically wealthy, which happens three times a year, right? Are you paying yourself first? Are you keeping up on your taxes? Are you staying ahead of that so it never eats you alive? Are you believing that you're only going to save when you have the next big deal or are you saving consistently by paying yourself first? Are you focusing on doing the best thing that you can do, the best actions you can take, maintaining your schedule daily, even if that is a little bit of a boring grind sometimes? Or are you waiting for that big event to happen, right? How do you deal with things when maybe your best friend kind of doubts your success and throws dispersion your way? How are you dealing with that? Go through these points, right? Don't ever give up. How frequently, what does it take for you to give up? How much rejection does it take? Is it on the third phone call on your lead follow-up when somebody doesn't give you what you want? Or do you stick it out until the fourth phone call when you get that great appointment that's going to be a really nice transaction for you and that client next month? How fast do you give up? 
Are you actually setting goals or are you just kind of taking whatever the business will give you? How are you actually operating? Are you all in or are you not in? Are you kind of in and seeing how it's going? Look at each of these points and apply it to yourself. Be introspective and then ask for help with the ones that you need. That's what coaching is all about. Back to you, Tim. Well, guys, listen, we have to wrap up today's show. We've made it super easy for you guys to follow in the footsteps of others. Just download the books. Um, we're going to send them to you free. There's six books. Well, I guess the ones I would be reading first would be Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. Um, it's basically Think and Grow Rich uh, from Napoleon Hill with some real estate stories and some other, I think, very applicable worksheets for you guys to complete. In addition to that, we also give you um, the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our, I think, probably – it's a short book, but it, man, is it important. And it's not just your traditional real estate plan that your broker is going to put together for you. It's a business and life plan that kind of goes through all the things we talked about, I think, probably in the last four shows, and helps you really drill down and be introspective about where you want to be and why you're not there. Come on, guys. What the hell are you waiting for? You only live once. You're dead a real long time. Do not wait to you know, make the most of this life. It's a blessing. God has given you life. God has given you the world in which you live. It's given you opportunities which are in front of you, but it's 100% up to you to take the actions necessary for you to really make something of it. So, guys, if there's ever anything we can do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. To get those books, I forgot to mention, as just fill out that form right there, name, email, phone number, um, and it's on your mobile device, it's on your desktop. Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see it. When you do, you'll get a link to those six free books, and you guys can just download them. So in the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>